This is episode 44 of the Chicken Charge podcast with host and CEO of All-in-One Security, Mary Parker. Today's Mary's guest is expert financier Al Parker, an astute entrepreneur and an even savvier financial advisor, Al Parker discusses his company, My Econ. With challenging questions and compelling goals, Al Parker shows entrepreneurs how to build wealth, build financial security for their companies and their families, and how to approach paying business taxes utilizing all of your assets. Welcome to the Chicken Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the chick in charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Good morning, everybody. My name is Sarah Smith, and I am with Solution Road, and I am here with CEO, author, and philanthropist, Mary Parker, who is the chick in charge. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Sarah. That was such a wonderful introduction. Thank it's you. too short to, you know, it doesn't do you justice. <laughs> Not at all. We are here with Mary, the chick in charge, and uh, we have a special guest named Mr. Al Parker, who is the CEO and founder of a company called My Econ. Yes, and I'm really eager to get into this with you, Al. Okay. Yes. Uh, Al, yes. if you would just Go ahead. We're we're so grateful to have you here, okay. and you can do your own introduction. But today, mm-hmm. the podcast, the chick in charge. There's no pun intended. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Sarah. Um, let me just introduce myself officially. Uh, my name is Al Parker. I'm executive vice president of the company called My Econ, and uh, I've been involved with this company four plus years. And um, I have over 20 years of, 20 plus years uh, in the financial services industry. I started with my education. Uh, I have a master's degree in finance and economics. Uh, I've been in the mortgage industry for over 15 years. Uh, I'm even a volunteer with a nonprofit uh, where we do financial literacy in the low to moderate income community. Love. So what I've done is brought all of those what you want to call it, experiences into a package as to what I do right now. And as you can see on my side, I'm an income to wealth coach. That's fantastic. It really, really is. Yeah. And so that title says to me that you teach people mm-hmm. how to create wealth. Correct. As Im- but as importantly, understand wealth building. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit. Okay. Some of the, What are you doing with that? Well, the, the, the thing that you, you mentioned that's most important is educating. And the, the reason education is, is um, important is that empowers a person to be able to have the ability to be able to take these strategies and incorporate them in their personal lives. What we do with, um, at MyEcon is we have five simple strategies that we educate families on to, again, manage their personal finances. We also uh, educate families on entrepreneurship and what that means. We also uh, educate on investments, investment strategies. And the thing that makes uh, MyEcon unique is that we're not selling 
uh, let's just say products, investment products or whatever, we're selling education. And then the question is, uh, for anyone, what's most important? And that is really investing in yourself. And so we bring that together. And so that's a, a overall summary as to some of the things that we provide to individuals that we bring into our program. Talk about that piece, investing in yourself. Yes. Uh, I can give you an example, for example. Uh, in, 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 how much do individuals spend to get a college degree? A lot. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, how much debt do they have as a result of that? But the reason that they, they got the degree is for the purpose of getting a job. But there was no guarantee that they would get a job. But they took that risk. So for what we offer, which is less than $30 enroll in our program, and we just have a monthly membership of uh, $35 a month, <clears throat> we provide that education. But we can actually tell you where you will be so far as your future. So we can actually draw up, show you visually where you will be in your future. And the thing is, if you can see your future, then your competition is not someone else but your future. So then you could start looking at your future and making the necessary adjustments, either to get there or to get there faster. But the most important thing is to be able to see your future, and that's what we provide individuals. Whether they're in debt, whether they're looking to invest, we educate them on how to invest. We have debt um, elimination software where they can actually see their debt. But here's the most important thing. No matter what the debt is, eventually it's going to be gone. Wow. So the thing, what does that picture look like? And a lot of people just focus on the debt. But it's going to come and go. And the thing is, how do you address it? And so that's what, what we do in getting into the details so far as providing a visual picture as to what does that picture look like for you as an individual. As a matter of fact, my econ actually stands for my economy. So any individual that enrolls, we're dealing with their personal finances, their economy. That is so, so needed. Mm -hmm. I applaud you for doing that. We so need things like that. Mm -hmm. And I will use within our community mm -hmm. because we tend to take money, mm -hmm. whatever amounts it is, mm -hmm. and that's what we equate wealth or poor. Being mm -hmm. poor or being wealthy is how much money we have access to mm -hmm. or how little money we have access to. Mm -hmm. Talk about, for me, some of the things that you're doing with your training mm -hmm. to help change the mindset. I was speaking with someone just last week. Mm -hmm. I've had conversations with this individual before. I'm pretty blonde. Mm -hmm. And every time I speak to this person, he's talking about little. Mm -hmm. little money, little mm -hmm. coffee, little everything. And I stopped him. Mm -hmm. And I finally said, I, the courage just came, Sarah, and you would mm -hmm. appreciate this. Mm -hmm. I said, you know, I've been trying to figure out what the issue is with you. Mm -hmm. And it's not that you're broke, but you have a broke man's mentality. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Talk about that for a mm -hmm. moment, because I'm sure you see that a lot. Well, um, the, one of my mentors, who is really one of the co-founders of MyEcon, uh, as mentioned, your, your mindset determines your money. So how you think determines your money. The other thing is, 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 is how are we programmed over the years? How are we thinking? And a lot of people don't realize, um, when you're looking at financial security, financial success, um, you, you should be looking at two things. How your income, how you can leverage your income, 
okay? How can you leverage your income to take care of your current lifestyle and your future lifestyle? Now, you want to be able to do that because you need the money that you save right now to compound interest over a period of time so that by the time you retire, that money that you save is the money that will save you. That's money that you can live off of. The, it, it, just to go along with what you're saying, most people kind of accept living paycheck to paycheck. That's broke mentality, okay? And the thing is to understand that. And there's two ways of looking at it. And there is no in-between. You can't glide through this. You're even looking at your finances either as an um, entrepreneur, capitalist, or a consumer. Now, who, how can I say, who is governing the money? The capitalists. They're the ones to own. They have the ownership mentality. The consumers are the ones that are giving that money Continue away. Continue supporting it. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. yes. So the thing is, uh, a lot of uh, the population do not understand where they are in that cycle. And so that's what we do is we educate them on understanding that point of view. Because, as I said, there's two things you need to be looking at if you want financial success. That's your current lifestyle and your future lifestyle. And you need to learn how to leverage your income so that you can accomplish both. Excellent. That was mm -hmm. an excellent point. Yep. Here is, I read a book not long ago, mm -hmm. um, maybe a little while ago, called Profits First. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that system? No, I haven't heard of that one. Uh, Sounds I'm, good, though. Yeah, it, it, it changed my life. Uh -huh. Believe me, uh -huh. it absolutely uh -huh. changed my life. Mm -hmm. And it changed my life because I was one of those people that kept, from a personal perspective, had one bank account, mm -hmm. paid everything out of the bank account with my with my debit card, mm -hmm. didn't keep track. Mm. Many times I didn't know how much money I had in the bank, nor mm -hmm. did I know how much money I spent. Mm -hmm. This is key. It changed my life. I began, I set up a revenue account mm -hmm. where everything that I made, my mm -hmm. salary, goes directly into that account. Mm -hmm. Then I opened other accounts. For example, my household operating account. Mm -hmm. All of the household expenses mm -hmm. go in that account. Right. Another one, I but I profits first taught me to have an account for me. That's true. I didn't. So I call that my play money account. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe one month I may have thirty thousand dollars in there, mm -hmm. but I have no intention for spending that money. Mm -hmm. Whatever I decide to do, whenever mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. money is there. Right. But I also set up another account because at the end of the year I was having to write these huge checks. Mm -hmm. to the IRS. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. now I have a tax account. Mm -hmm. Each month I will draw from the revenue generating account, mm -hmm. disperse some funds into the tax account. Mm -hmm. I'm a philanthropist. Mm -hmm. Same. Now I have a contributions account. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what I'm spending, when I'm spending, and how what I'm spending it on. Mm -hmm. And that saved my life because, and I also withdraw $100, $200 a week from my play account just to have spending money in mm -hmm. my pocket. So I would encourage our listeners, if you don't have a system for knowing how you're spending your money, to create one. Mm -hmm. And that is one that has worked for me, and I believe it would work for uh, others as well. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about knowing when to invest. And this is really for our business owners, because mm -hmm. the more valuable, the more assets we show, the greater our, our credit worthiness is. So address that for, for us, please. Well, you actually hit um, on 
um, some of the highlights of your your question because in listening to you 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 were able to keep track of your income and you established record keeping uh, in a way and the other thing that you did is you invested in yourself you paid yourself yes okay and it's very interesting um, I, I even coached someone on just something as simple as a budget and when we went through the budget, the thing that they said is because we went through this budget, I actually have money now that I can buy some food. Wow. Yeah. Something as simple as yeah. doing that. So that's the foundation. But if a person's looking at entrepreneurship, they need to understand the financial impact that they will have on them. Because if a person's looking to transition to entrepreneurship, they can do that. But they should not be looking to make that transition quickly. It should be a slow, slow process. They should have what we call smart goals. And each one of those letters has a meaning. But they should have smart goals. They should have a business plan. And they, they should really be looking at having a mentor, someone to coach them. Because if you can use someone else's knowledge, their vision to merge with yours, then they can give that person clarity and learn from that person's life experiences where they are to get them even further. It's like being on someone else's shoulders. Like you're standing here, but if, if I could stand on, or you could stand on my shoulders, then I'm much taller than if I try to go through life by myself. And, and you know what we call that, Al? We call those shortcuts. Mm -hmm, we exactly. call those shortcuts. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. much so that I've created a university for entrepreneurs. Oh, wow. It's launching in 2019. It's mm -hmm. called Facts University. Mm -hmm. What I did, I took those 20 plus years of being an entrepreneur, all the mistakes I made, mm -hmm. and showed them to our students, I showed them as lessons learned. You know, mistakes we have to make in order to learn something to go to the next step. Everything you said is absolutely fundamental as a business owner. Mm -hmm. And as we're empowering the women today, mm -hmm. one of the things that I can attest to is the fact that we shy away from knowing the numbers. But until we understand the financial impact of starting, growing, scaling our businesses, it tends to slow us down in getting to the next level. One of the things I did I, I wanted to go out and have the relationships with the customers. I knew security, but operationally, I didn't know as well. And financially, I really didn't know that well. I've had, I had problems with credit scores, my credit score being high for years. Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand the impact of that credit score. And I see that a lot with people I'm mentoring today. So if you could address the importance of a credit score and how much it cost us in addition for having a poor, lower, lower credit scores. It's interesting, uh, Mary, that you should mention that because that's one of the, um, the strategies that we provide. We actually have a credit, um, let's just say credit education course. The five C's? Yes, uh -huh. we actually um, have that in our, in our program for those that are trying to improve their credit, maintain their credit, or establish credit. But you're exactly right. Your credit score can cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. And you need to address that so that you can move on to the next step because that can save you money. And just think about that. If you can save money, then you can invest money. 
That's some extra money that you can use to invest. So everything you said, it, it all ties together. Another thing that you mentioned in starting your, your university, that's vital. I don't know who is hearing this, but I would say that if they have the opportunity to enroll in your program or whatever I do, that's very vital. That's priceless. It, it absolutely yeah. is, and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I'm so mm-hmm. excited about that. Mm-hmm. And FACTS University stands for Focus, mm-hmm. Analyze, Commit, and during the course of the program, we will also help our business owners create strategies to Mm -hmm. take back to their company Mm -hmm. to change the trajectory Mm -hmm. as it was when they enrolled in the program. We graduated 19 businesses to date, and those 19 businesses have grown by $6.2 million collectively after going through the program. That's great. Yes. So talk with us a little bit about when when do you invest? How much money do you need to invest? How do, how do you decide what to invest in? What we do um, <clears throat> with my econ is we educate on the investment basics. We don't get into anything extravagant. What we do is we explain what are the various types of investments, um, stocks, mutual funds, uh, and there's others besides that. But the thing is, to when do you do that? Well, it depends on each individual as to how much money they have available to do that. And again, we provide that, that picture where they can see that. But one of the biggest areas I would say that most people miss out on is their taxes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, <laughs> when I will ask a person or a family, do you get a tax refund? And I'm guilty of this also, Mary, in the sense that, um, and I'm talking about as recently as five years ago, um, my wife and I, we normally got a large tax refund because we were homeowners and took advantage of all the deductions. And for me, it was a way of scoring brownie points. You know, being married you, you know, and a husband, you want to keep on the positive side of the ledger. But um, we would decide how much she wanted, and I, I kept the rest. But just by us looking at that, we increased our cash flow in our household by $600 a month. Wow. wow. Something as simple as that. Then the question is, what do you use those funds for? Part of it for debt elimination. Uh, it could be for establishing an emergency fund, or it could be for investing, okay, saving. So I'm just saying that there's a lot of money that is on the table that a lot of families don't realize is there. Uh, I'll just throw this out, um, even as a person that's an entrepreneur. <clears throat> do they realize every child in their household is, is an additional $12,000 tax write-off? So these are things that these little tidbits over a period of time can equal a lot of money. Al, I want you to go back and explain that 12000 per child in the household credit. Yes. Well, let me give you an example. Um, yes. We see children that are com- on commercials, Okay. And obviously those, those children, the parents get paid for, the child's paid and the parent goes to the parent's household. Well, if a person's an entrepreneur, uh, how many times do they have the child helping them out? You know, and some of the ch- chores. It could be even chores at home. But just by, um, by being an entrepreneur, you have that as a tax write-off. It's, it's, it's in the tax codes, okay? So the thing is, you could actually establish a joint account 
with that child and the money that you're going to spend for that child's food, clothes, education, education all of that could be put in as a, as a tax write-off. So that expense could actually be a tax write-off up to $12,000 per child. I could sit and talk with you forever because those are things that <laughs> I, I learned late in life. Thank you. And mm -hmm. I actually was sharing. Sarah, keep me on task because I'm I getting ready to really share with the audience Go, here. go. One of the biggest problems I find with entrepreneurs is the way they run their business. For example, as an entrepreneur who makes $60,000 in revenue, not income, there's a difference mm -hmm. in a salary versus revenue. Mm -hmm. The salary is what you are paid. The revenue is what you generate as a result of running your business. Correct. So many of you are losing thousands of dollars because you're running your business as though it's your job. That's correct. If you're running it that way, you're not taking advantage of the expenses that are related to that business. I was another person I was talking with the other day just wanted to know how how are you paying yourself? They don't. Commingling of funds. People don't realize that you've got a business license, but everything that you use personally you're withdrawing it from your business and not keeping track of that. So at the end of the year, when you begin doing your taxes, you don't account for those expenses because you think you've used it personally. What I like to advise business owners is to always pay yourself. Pay yourself, which creates an expense that's deducted from that total revenue and utilize your salary to take care of your personal life and your household expenses. Plus, as an entrepreneur, we need to show a consistent income. If you're not showing that you're making a salary, no one's going to know how you're going to pay your debt if you apply for a line of credit or a loan. So please, if you haven't taken the time, and Al, it sounds like you'd be a great person for them to call mm -hmm. to talk about that, but quit using your business money as though it's your own personal account. You're doing yourself a great, great disservice by doing that. Let me give you a, a piggyback on what you said and how valuable what you're saying is. A person, uh, a business is taxed less than an individual. How can I say, a person is working a job, okay? And so, what you're saying is so vital. I mean, you, you hit the heartbeat of entrepreneurship, and that's part of the understanding that we bring to the table is that you can actually do both. But if, if you have a, a, let's just say you're transitioning to entrepreneurship and you're doing both until you can get your business off um, and, and running, well, like you just said, if you're able to understand your your tax write-offs on your business, that could also be merged with what you're doing corporate-wise. And so again, it can reduce your, your tax liability. So everything you said, Mary, is, is, it is so vital to be successful as an entrepreneur. You have to understand those, how can I say, those strategies. Yes. Because you're, again, you're letting money go out the window that could be in your pocket. Yeah, and that's just one tidbit mm -hmm. of the training 
that yeah. goes on through Fax University. Yes. We want to make sure that our entrepreneurs are empowered with information mm -hmm. and with resources that once they're completed, mm -hmm. then we will also have coaching mm -hmm. uh, opportunities for them, such as MyCon, mm -hmm. you know, and from that point, and that's one of the other things I find with a lot of entrepreneurs and reinvesting in themselves, that we're a little slow in doing that. Mm -hmm. But I encourage all of you at the end of this year, if you have any monies left over, find a coach or some organization that you can invest in yourself to increase your skills and especially your knowledge in terms of understanding the finance, the health of your company. Mm -hmm. Al, is there anything else you would like to add? When uh, I talk with Sarah and also in, in listening to you, Mary, I'm very passionate about empowering females. Um, the thing is to break off the shackles of the old way of thinking. And as I said, I feel it's very important for a person to know their identity, their value, and their worth, and to be able to see their future uh, as to what they're able to do. And I think that's very vital because as that knowledge and that awareness goes up, that's also going to attract someone that's like-minded, that, that thinks the same way. And so there are a lot of um, steps as to how you're able to do that. But I'm just saying that that's my passion, is to be able to empower a person, uh, especially the females, to be able to see that. To see that they can be what they want to be. They can do what they want to do. But the thing that you and I have been talking about is the right men mentorship, the right leadership, and also seeing other success stories like yourself as to how you got to where you are. And, and again, I, I'm, a, I'm quite sure you've had a mentor in your life. So again, Lots of them. Exactly. So the thing is, I'm very passionate about it, and I'm more than happy if anyone um, you know, would want additional information as to what it is that I do. I'd be more than happy to sit down with them. I'd be more than happy, Mary, to, to partnership with you also to help you Wonderful. with those Love that you're going it. to work with. And yes. as, as I said before, especially females, to be able to break the shackles yeah and 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 i love it and see we have so much to talk about and when it, when we began talking about women business owners and relationships mm -hmm. i would love to have you come back as part of that discussion mm -hmm. because what we're what we're learning and that's one of the things i say to women that i'm speaking with and especially mentoring is that is a that's that's the way we thought years ago exactly and today we don't have to wait for that knight in shining armor. That's correct. We create that ourselves. Exactly. That's who we are. Exactly. So the confidence, but knowing how to make those decisions, when to make those decisions is key. Mm -hmm. When I started my first business 25 years ago, I started with a male, and I was one of those women. I thought if I didn't have a male starting the company, having his name to use in security, that I wouldn't be successful. Mm -hmm. So it's not just with the money. We tend to give more credit when actually we're the ones that's possessing the power, mm -hmm. the authority, and in many cases, the expertise. Mm -hmm. So ladies, hear what Al is saying very clearly. You have everything you need to be successful. You have everything you need to create wealth for yourself. Yes. And when Mr. Wright comes along, guess what? He's just an added value. Exactly. But get your own first. Know who you are. Be confident in it. And go for it. Mm -hmm. 
I agree. Al, thank you so much. It's so much that we can talk about. I'm going to get with my team. I believe, uh, Port, that it's very critical. The time is now that we actually open up and begin having open dialogue mm -hmm. with women, community, women who are in the community, college students, um, pro other professionals, and absolutely entrepreneurs. And that's what I'm expecting to see mm -hmm. when we launch the, um, the Fax University, which I'm so, so very excited about. I'm excited for you. Yes, and yes. you will definitely be a part of that. We'll figure mm -hmm. out what part after we're off the air. But for today, thank you so much. You've opened up so many areas for people to think about. And I hope that some of the things you shared today will empower them, but also incre the increased awareness, ladies, will help you make changes in your own life for the better. We thank you for being here today. We look forward to next time. We're not gone. We have to sign off for now, but stay tuned. Subscribe to The Chick in Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chick in Charge.